Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, this is the New Work Revolution podcast. This is Brandon Allen, and today I want to talk a little bit about productivity, one of my favorite topics. And I've had a lot of conversations recently with, with business owners around the topic of just the stress that comes from trying to get things done. And I think when we look at a person who tries to get everything done, for instance, that's a person that just lives in a state of constant disappointment. They're always stressed and frustrated with themselves and with their ability to get things done because as soon as you do one thing, there's something else that crops up and and needs to be done. I mean, it's it's literally like a game of life whack-a-mole where you're just always trying to, you know, get that next one down and another one pops up. And and really, I mean, when we, when it comes to activity, our life is just so busy, it's really impossible to do that. And I don't need, I don't know that the goal should be to get everything done uh, when it comes to our business or our life. And I think we've lost sight of the fact that rather than trying to get everything done, how do we get meaningful things done in our lives? And I, I led a workshop um, this past weekend, and we talk about investor DNA. Investors, investor DNA is a concept that uh, I uh, had learned about from a, a good friend of mine, Garrett Gunderson. And we were, and, and I led this workshop based on this whole concept of how do we do our best work? And, and at, the, at the middle of our best work is our purpose. And around that, we create all these good boundaries that protect us, uh, protect our purpose from distractions and interruptions that are unproductive. So those kinds of boundaries could be scheduling, it could be a budget, it could be setting objectives, having values. There's a lot of different things. Uh, building a team. These are things that you can utilize to help kind of insulate you from your purpose. But outside of that, there's a lot of distractions that come along with that. It's uh, your own ego, scarcity, uh, interruptions, distractions, social media, email, smartphones, uh, Netflix, all sorts of distractions that, uh, that get in our way and impede our progress from us doing our best work. And I think this whole concept of should I get everything done is kind of a byproduct of that. When we're trying to get everything done, it, that comes from a place of scarcity. That's a place where we're always worried about. We've got that uh, what they call FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. Like if I don't do this activity, gosh, what will people say or or what will happen if I don't get this done? When really in the in the grand scheme of things, that kind of stuff doesn't really even matter. It's not important uh, to get every single thing done. And so I think as a business owners, it's really important to really dive into what does this look like? And when we work in abundance versus scarcity, when we work in abundance, we're, we're very clear about our time. We're very clear about saying no to the right things, saying yes to the right things, and creating a system that allows us to do our best work. And you know, when we do that, it creates a lot of times where we're going to tell people no. There's going to be times where we're not available. There are going to be projects that we have to pass up. And we've got to be okay with that. We have to be okay with the fact that sometimes there are things that come up that we just don't have the bandwidth for. Because every time we say yes to an opportunity, there are corresponding no's 
that we have to consider. What am I saying no to over here when I say yes to something else? Uh, you know, on on the other side of that. So think about you know think about that whole scarcity versus abundance. If you're someone who is always worried about you know how can I get everything done? Uh, I'm I'm always just trying to get everything complete. I'm trying to check everything off my list, whatever it is. Uh, you know, where does that come from? Is that coming from a place of scarcity or is that coming from a place of abundance? Or if you need to come from a place of abundance, where, where, where might that, uh, what would that look like if you, if you did that? And we're guilty about this in our business and our personal lives. Uh, when we, when we act like this, and I remember going through mission control productivity training, and that was one of the first things they said that, Hey, there's never going to be a time where you're going to get everything done. It's impossible to get everything done. Rather than worry about getting everything done, why don't you worry about what is most important? What is most important to your values? What are most important to your objectives? And focus on getting those things done so you can do meaningful work, not just activity. And I know plenty of people who are busy who don't do a damn thing that's meaningful. I mean, they're busy doing stuff where you just shake your head like, you know, I don't even know what you're doing. Uh, It looks terrible, it sounds horrible. And you seem unhappy because all you're doing is everything else that other people want you to do. You have no direction in your life. And then you become a victim. And then when you're a victim about that sort of stuff, you start to, as a byproduct of that, lash out at other people in an angry way. You're, you're so angry at every request and, and things that come along because you don't have the boundaries to help you uh, say no to the right thing. So here are just a few things. You know, how can we be more strategic every day uh, when when we work? And the first thing is making sure that we're planning and creating space. And I know a lot of times people get really down on planning, like, "Hey, man, I'm just someone who wants to stay in the moment, and you know, I'm an eagle. I just want to fly, man. You put me in a plan, I, it's clipping my wings." And and just so you know that uh, everyone who talks like that is a hippie. Okay, that's why I talk like that. So. Um, but look, if I want to do my best work, if I really want to create and do the art that I am capable of, and look, if you're, you know, for everyone who's listening to this, you are an artist. You're an artist regardless of what it is that you do. There's something that you bring to the table that's just absolute art. And what I want to do is I want to protect that art. I want to lean into that art. I want to do that art at the highest level that I can. Because if I do that art at the highest level that I can, I'm going to create more value. And when I create more values, it creates, when I create more value, it creates more dollars. And when I create, when it creates more dollars, it allows me to open up other opportunities, opportunities for employment for other people, opportunities to help people at a deeper level, opportunities to take that money and serve my community at a higher level and uh, do the things that, uh, that I want to do to make my community and the people around me better. That's, What's at stake here? So planning and creating space is a big part of that because if I don't plan and create space, then I haven't created intention. I'm creating a day by default, not a create. Not, I'm not creating a day by design. I want every day to be a day of design. I want to sit and take a few minutes. Doesn't have to be a long time to really plan what are the most important things that I'm going to do during the day. And a lot of times I map this out before the week even starts. But sometimes that might change. Something that I thought was important on a Wednesday. I may notice, you know what, there's something else that's even more important that I need to make sure I create the space for to get done. But and it's, it's important to be realistic as you're looking at this and look at your calendar and say, okay, what really is, what's, what's possible today? Because I think the, the other byproduct of creating lists and really wanting to get everything done every day 
is that a lot of times we're not realistic about what, what it is that we want to get done. So we try to overcommit ourselves. And then when we overcommit ourselves, we feel terrible when we let ourselves down. We overcommit. We don't follow through. We've got all this. We've got this big list of activities that weren't completed. And now I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm upset. I'm disappointed in myself. I feel bad about myself. I haven't set myself up for success. And I put myself in a position to lose, not win. I've set myself up for failure. So we've got to be careful with that. So planning and doing it strategically really allows us to look at what we can do in a particular day. And sometimes there's going to be more that we can do than others. Um, but look, I mean, we can do all the planning that we want. But here's the second thing. If, if you're not clear on what's important, like what are the, what are the important activities? And, and this is important for you to do. It's important for your team to do. But if you don't understand your priorities, then it's going to be very hard to do this. Uh, because on, on a day-to-day basis, it may change in terms of uh, you know what the most important things are. I, I want to get into a place where I've got those overarching priorities, those big things that I'm working on in business that drive my behavior on a given day that allow me to really create deep and meaningful impact for my business. Because when I do that, more often than not, the dollars are going to flow from that. And I've got to figure out what that looks like. And there's a lot of people uh, who may be listening to this, who have a hard time really identifying what does that look like? I'm not really sure what that looks like. A lot of people don't do this. Uh, and part of it's because it seems arbitrary or they're not really sure. But you've got to start somewhere. Start somewhere, write down some priorities, start working towards those, see how it works out, and then make adjustments where you feel like adjustments are necessary. The other piece to this is really identifying what you're best at. So when I did my investor DNA workshop, one of the things we do is help people identify what are you excellent at? What is it that you really do at a high level? And when I know what I do at a high level, I can set objectives around what I do at a high level so that I can create value for other people. But man, there's nothing. I mean, it's crazy to see. I mean, just grown People who have been in the world for a long time, I mean, 50, 60, 70 years old, and you ask them, what are you good at? And they look at you and they don't know. And it's so tricky because it's so easy to identify what we're good at with what we do. So I even heard this yesterday. I was at a company retreat and I I, I heard the sales guy talking and he said, hey, what are you good at? Sales. But here's the problem with being good at sales. Uh, There's a reason why you're good at sales. And I don't think it's enough to know that you're good at sales or being good at a dentist or being good at chiropractic or being good at plumbing or good at being good at coaching. It's important to understand why you're good at that. What is it about your personal makeup that allows you to do that at a high level? Because I promise you, when you unlock that code, now you can do a lot of things. You don't have to do just, you know, dentistry or sales or accounting or a uh, or, or or lawyer work, whatever you call that, legal work. Um, you, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself into one specific industry or one type of work. You can take those skills and use them in a lot of different applications. There's a lot of things that you can do to help people when you understand that, but most people stop there. They say, hey, well, this is what I'm good at. But the reality is they don't understand why they're good at it. They're just, they just know they're good at it. But that's the, that's the second two or three layers down that I think is so vital to understanding how you work best that will transcend any industry that you're doing. So understand what you're excellent in. Build 
the objectives around that, create the time and space to do that. The last thing is this, let go of control. The problem with getting everything done is why do we have to be the ones that do it? What are the things that you're saying yes to right now that you should be saying no to? And I think, look, if we're being honest with ourselves, this should be an ever-evolving list. Uh, what worked for me yesterday aren't going to be the same things that worked for me today. What works for me today isn't going to be the same thing that worked for me tomorrow. I've always got to go back to the drawing board and stay out of those patterns of behavior that keep me stuck. Where I start saying, well, look, this is the only way I can do it. So then I commit to doing it that way every single day. And pretty soon, that way of doing things doesn't work. At some level, I'm going to recognize those things don't work. So I've got to let go of control. One of the biggest things that we can do in this area, obviously, is delegate. Delegate, say no, um, and trust other people. This is where team building is so important to what it is that we do uh, on a day-to-day basis so that we can make sure that we're doing meaningful work. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I love the fact that, look, you know, we can, we can do so many things by ourselves and we can do them uh, very efficiently. But look, if we really want to do deep, meaningful work and make a big impact, the only way we're going to be able to do that is through a team. And I, I remember talking to a good friend of mine, CEO, business owner, and we talked about this because we, you know, we talked about how much of a pain in the ass it is sometimes to have a team, to have people that you're responsible to, other cogs that uh, make things, you know, that that make things work, and how e- how much easier it would be, and sometimes how much more profitable it would be if we just did it ourselves. But there's there's a huge fallacy, there's a huge liability in that long term in that, you know, now everything starts and ends with us. And we can create a good lifestyle business doing that. But at some point, if we don't have some team members involved in the process and all the value is created through our own efforts, um, that becomes really tough to sustain that long term. You know, as we get older, we recognize the fallacy of that. When we want more freedom, we recognize the problem that arise when we when everything goes through us. So building that team and letting go of control is so essential to really making sure that we do deep, meaningful work. So if you're listening to this and you're one of those people that just feels like they have to get you know everything done, everything needs to be done by you, and you're just beating your head against the wall every single day to get everything done, figure out how you can get rid of some of the noise, some of the distractions that surround you on a day-to-day basis. How do you create great rules of engagement to ensure that you can do your work at the highest level uh, on a day-to-day basis? How can you go deeper? How can you plan better? How can you delegate better? How can you get more clear on what's most important? And how can you know more about yourself and do that deep introspective work that will make you the most effective value creator that you can possibly be? So take a look at that this week. Look at how you can do meaningful work at a deeper level. And if you've got any questions, again, hit me up at newworkrevolution.com. Hey, we're back up in iTunes as well uh, after a little uh, uh, SSL security certificate issue. So we're back up in there. Hey, if you haven't reviewed the show on iTunes, I would really appreciate a a, a rating um, and check that out. If you know someone who uh, needs some help in this area of this particular podcast, Hey, mention it to them as well. I would appreciate any share on social media, email, any of that kind of stuff as well. So again, thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast. This is Brandon Allen. I'm out. I will talk to you next week. 
Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.